Lindsay, how are we hey, doing today? How are you? 95. How are you? Episode 95. I'm really, really happy today because last time I checked, 5 plus 9 equals 14. 14. And this 1 and 4 is 5, and there is a 5 in this episode. So when you put 9 with 5, this is going to be one of our luckiest, best episodes. Yeah. Probably not from the way I've started out right now. But I'm telling you, stay close, and we're going to get way better than this particular moment. Moment. <laughs> it's all the tryptophan from the turkey from Thanksgiving. How right. was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was really good. I, um, yeah, we had some company, and so that was nice. It's funny because you know, I'm like, oh, I won't be hosting down in Tennessee yet. People are coming to see us. Oh, so, right. Yeah, so we we hosted, and it was very nice. We had a great time, and yeah, the tryptophan coma. <laughs> Is real. What poundage was the turkey? We actually got two. We got two twelves. I did. I cooked one the night before, and then had nice. it ready um, to rewarm, and then we cooked the other one the day of. Oh, and, uh, yeah, nice, nice. And then I did That's turkey awesome. pies, and I did you know all that sort of stuff afterward. So leftovers. <laughs> Lots of turkey. <laughs> Lots of turkey. Yes. Lots for of sure. turkey. What about That's you? Awesome. Uh, we had we had a good time. My brother and his wife came down, and uh, mom and dad came down, and we had we had a very full we had a very full few days. Um, you did those we did. Right. Yeah. Oh man, we 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 had we did some. Uh, we were playing pool, and then we had a dinner, and then we had a few drinks out on the back uh, porch, and we had a fire going. And it was. Yep. I should have put some video because we were listening to the Jerky Boys. I don't know if you've oh. ever heard the Jerky Boys. Oh, yes, but, I love the Jerky Boys. I mean, Frank Rizzo. Saul, all of them. They're, so they're the funny. best. Yes. Yeah. The only thing that I always tell people, the only thing that ever makes me laugh hard, I'm not a big laugher. I I I can make people laugh, but right. I, I'm not a big laugher myself. Right. But right. the jerky boys and the stooges, they always get me laughing. Always, mm -hmm. always, mm -hmm. always, always. And people getting hurt, actually. Like when yes. they do like jackass, like stupid things, they fall on ice. I, I find it hysterical. It's cruel, I know, but it's just I don't know why that appeals to my stupid sense of humor. It I just it, it puts me in pain, like in my stomach. You post those things, I'm like, ow. <laughs> nothing makes me laugh harder. And that's so mean because these people are hurt, mm -hmm. but they're so stupid to do these things when they're not qualified to do these things. I feel it's legitimately okay to laugh at them. Anyways, we had a good we had a good Thanksgiving. Um we I did um a, a turkey and a ham. And uh turns out we started a new tradition. Oh. We used to, you know, for years it was uh, dinner at my mother's, dinner at Sue's mother's, um mm -hmm. and then, you know, it was Christmas dinner at Sue's mother's and then dinner on Christmas day at, with my mother and all that. So now that big Christmas dinner is mm -hmm. now merged with the thanksgiving dinner that we okay. had at my house okay so that's the big dinner now <laughs> later at night my mother's sitting in the chair we're here at the house right we're on a watching a christmas movie or whatever and every we've come in we've taken our showers from being out in the smoky fire and all that stuff and we're sitting there and we're like you're tired from the day and my mother goes so what do you all think if we no longer do a dinner and we just do christmas sandwiches because we <laughs> like to go over to my brother's house right. and we love to get lit up on like five bottles of magnum champagne and, and it's a lot of fun it, it really is it's it's one of maybe three days in the year that mm -hmm. i look forward that i hold on to mm -hmm. um like in the middle of the summer i i look for that day and and then we go over my mother puts a a big dinner together and all that and so we're like half of it we're like 
so lit we can't really appreciate the dinner and then i usually pass out on the couch during christmas vacation so she's like why don't we just do like sandwiches yeah. you know have like picky foods and stuff that way you can party a little longer you can pace yourself we'll come over we'll watch christmas vacation and then we'll go from there so yeah. now we started a brand new tradition and i was I like really it. excited about that yeah every, we were all like mom that's like a great, great idea. idea totally a great idea yep. though i love it i less love it, it frees up, mm. yeah it's less chaos and you know you know my mother doesn't want to be making these giant meals like that's a lot of work that mm -hmm. is a lot of work to put together and and i know my sister-in-law debbie helps out sue and sue helps out i don't do too much my brother and my father we kind of sit there and we watch them, but we don't do much. No, my father actually he does a lot. He he does the table, and that that in and of itself is a when you're putting like eight seats down or six right. seats down, and they do the whole trimming. So, anyways, <laughs> that was Thanksgiving. Hey, what do you think was happening in 1995 in Sly's life? You remember? I know what happened in my life, but what happened in Sly's? <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a little bit of judging going on. Judge Dredd, there he is. <laughs> This is fantastic. You know, Judge Dredd, um, I don't want to beat this movie up. I know mm -hmm. there were some issues with Danny Cannon, the director. Mm -hmm. He was kind of a novice director. He didn't really, I don't know if he was the right choice. But also, I don't know that he was the right choice to be Stallone's director. Mm -hmm. because Fair point, yeah. I don't even blame a lot of people say it was Sly's ego that got in the way. I don't think it was that at all. I really mm -hmm. don't believe that. I believe Sly has a particular vision for this comic book character, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I think they couldn't work it out. I don't, if the director was older, more seasoned, I think he could have had a deeper kind of conversation with Sly. Right. And uh, I, I just, I don't know. I, I um, anyways, I enjoyed Judge Dredd for the mm -hmm. most part. I, I really did. I, I just, I can't say anything negative about it. So right. I thought it was great. But for me, 95 is a, a, a huge year because it's the first year I saw Sylvester Stallone. March 19th, 1995, we took a bus trip from uh, Scranton to Atlantic City, and it was the opening day of Planet Hollywood, and we had, none of us knew it. Oh, I knew Planet Hollywood was there. We didn't yeah. know if it was opening or whatever, and as we pull in, there's a giant marquee outside Caesars, and it said, uh, Caesars welcomes Planet Hollywood, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, and Bruce Willis, and I'm like, Wow. And it, it's it says tonight they're gonna be on stage right. out front of Planet Hollywood on the on the Atlantic City boardwalk. So my mother goes, Oh my god, can you believe this? And now I have this pit in my stomach because the bus is gonna leave at like five o'clock mm -hmm. and this isn't gonna happen until seven, right? right? I'm like, Oh my god, Sly's gonna be right here and Arnold and Bruce Willis to boot. So my god, and I'm miserable the whole day. I am absolutely right. crestfallen, heartbroken. Nobody, I mean, I'm pissing everybody in the group off, right? Right. Wow. And at the end of the day, the damnedest thing happens. <laughs> My cousin, Michael Grillo from New York, uh, who's a psychopath in his own right, and his new wife, Fern, they were having their honeymoon in Atlantic City. They had just got married. And we run into them on the boardwalk. I'm in this miserable funk looking at the ocean and they just start walking towards us. We had no idea they were there. Yeah. And we're like, oh my God. So it was like a little family reunion thing. And I'm being kind of 
<laughs> like a giant baby sucking my thumb. <laughs> and they go, what's with him? And Sue tells them. And he said, Michael, no problem. Yeah. We'll stay for a few days. Stay with us at our hotel. Easy. I'm like, excuse me? What? <laughs> what are we doing? And they go, yes. And so now I'm thinking, here they are on their honeymoon, right? Uh-oh. And now they're gonna they're they're asking me to stay. They're offering to stay, and then they'll take me to the bus station in the morning, and I can get a ride, yes. a bus station back home, a bus back home. And I'm like, oh my god! And I felt this weight lift off my shoulder. Yeah. And Sue mm-hmm. goes, you see? She goes, this is meant to be. This is a right. sign. And for anyone who really would like a, a more in depth. Mm-hmm. version of this please read it in cue the rocky music uh you guys know where to get books these days it's there this story there you go thank you this is this story is in there and it really is a, a huge i also meet arnold story. yeah yes. it really is a it's a great story and anyways that was my 1995 i would go on to meet sly two more times that year and, yeah. and then again in 96 um uh, during the filming of uh, Copland. So, but anyway, yeah. those stories, we'll talk about that at another time. No, it's cool because you're like, you're reading and you're holding your breath, just like, oh, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? And then, and bam. Man, yeah. it happens. Arnold, Arnold came down, told me to try the strudel, and then shook hands, and it was great. It was, yeah. it was just amazing. Anyways, That's hey, cool. listen, um, we have a really incredible follower, Roz, who's such a big fan of ours, and we're a fan of hers. Has she done anything? Exceedingly supercalifragilistic expialidocious. <laughs> what has she been up to? Just a little thing called the Philadelphia Marathon. Yeah, she that's all. Yay, you, Roz. Oh my goodness. She is just, it was so fun. I put up a link for us to follow her. We were following her along. I was posting as she hit the 15 and the half, and you know, as she was going along, that was so much fun. And then I was just waiting for the for the little link to say that she finished. And, and I was, I, I mean, I remember holding my breath going, just waiting for it to kick in that she finished. Aww. And it was just, I'm so proud of her. I, um, I've had people in my family be marathon runners and, and trainers. And I know, I don't you know the dr- in- drive 20 the intensity. miles. Yeah. I understand the intensity of what it takes to train. And um, in those last six miles, she said in her post, she said that was all Rocky like to push to the very end. She said that in her post that that was one of the hardest things she did, but she finished in her finishing photos, which I'll put up here. Finish line photos are just awesome. So we are so proud of you. I can't wait. Yes, absolutely. Roz, you've Mm -hmm. stuck by your goal of uh, you've been on this journey of health and fitness now for some time. And you are, you just, your dedication to it is so spectacular. It really mm-hmm. is. You should be very, very proud of yourself. Rocky would be very proud of yeah. you. That I know for a fact. How's uh, How's Rick Babcock doing? Is he so, around? What's he been up to? A Rick Babcock. So I ordered a, t- a couple t-shirts. I wanted to show them off because he did a new design. Ah. Uh, he first uh, sent it to Adam James, who was on a guest of ours several back. So he, I have it on in yellow. And he made this one for my husband, but look at the back. It is this huge logo in the back so that when people are following you, they'll say, Hey, what's the Rocky files? And you can tell us, tell them all, (laughs) tell them all about us. (laughs) So I just wanted to thank Rick for sending us this. No, now wait a minute, Stacy. What What you just said, I want to state thank Rick for sending us this. 
Us meaning me yeah, and you. Kevin. Me and yeah, Kevin. Yeah, you and Kevin. I would kill for one of these shirts. Rick, okay. l- let me at least pay the cost for this, okay? Right. I know you don't want to take money from us, but it, let us, let me at least pay right. the cost. I got to have one of these shirts, but I want one of those shirts that they're like a fitted shirt, not like the, the bag. So I'm going to call you, Rick, and I definitely want to tell you what type of shirt I want. <laughs> Plus, Rick, I just got a new design that I worked on. Um, I should. Uh, it's it's a really cool key punching shirt that oh, I think cool. I want to have. Yeah, it's really neat. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. And so um, I he'll uh, make I, it. I know he will. I know. I know. Yeah. I I know, I know. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check in with him and see if he'll, uh, if he'll look it because he's done our shirt so far mm-hmm. uh, for the podcast. And I have mm-hmm. to tell you, I love that he put that giant logo on the back. That's yeah. See, That's I cool. love that. I love giant logo. Logo. That's it. right. I love that because I always see it as a Superman shield. Like, that's <laughs> so why I, I create the 1818 on the bricks. That shirt. Right. I love that because yes. to me, it's just, I don't know, you just put out there what you're so proud of or what it is that right. motivates you. So right. anyways, Rick, I am teasing that Stacy got one and I didn't put him on one. So <laughs> He'll know. get you one. He'll get, Good. He, does, he does get mad when you pay him because I, I, uh, I have. Oh, look at this. What is this? Oh, that looks so awesome. Isn't this awesome? So, oh, I love that. Rick being who he is, Mr. Generosity, he always throws in some surprises. And then he sent me these stickers that I look at this. Oh, those are great. So I just wanted to thank him. He's always so generous to us and um, I'll be putting some of those stickers right on my truck. So, (laughs) you know, Rick, you're really, you, you are just, um, as Stacy said it best, you're, you're a very generous human being. And Mm -hmm. I think this Rocky bubble that we've all jumped on board with, um, has, it re- you feel like it's a family. It's, mm-hmm. You don't even feel like they're friends or fans. You feel like family, yes. which is so wonderful. I think. Hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. So you really grabbed is. you grabbed a very cool picture. Uh, yeah. So I came across this picture online. I don't know who it was. Somebody was in Philadelphia. They, I didn't take. The, I haven't been in Philly in a week. Uh, the day before Thanksgiving was my last tour. I took a few days off to enjoy time with family. Mm -hmm. So I've not been down to see this personally. Anyways, in the back of the Stallone shop, there is a giant mural being put up and the, the, uh, yeah, there it is. Now, if you just look at this for a second, obviously it's the uh, ring magazine championship belt and it's, uh, the the placements where the championship boxers were are mm-hmm. uh, from the movies. He got Rocky one, Rocky two, Rocky three, four, and so on. And I, I think this is absolutely awesome. Now the slice Stallone shop has, uh, I don't know if they hired this guy. I don't know if the guy is doing it pro bono, but Patrick Canino is the, the artist that has done this. And he's a mm-hmm. Connecticut artist. This guy, I stumbled across this guy and man, there he is. Look at him. And he, mm-hmm. this guy is absolutely brilliant with art. I really am into art. And I'm going to start exploring a lot of his art and seeing what he does. Um, and, uh, you know, really, Stacy, we ought to have a special on here. The art of St- Stallone, mm-hmm. you know, because there are so many artists out there that right? love this character and they have these works of art that they put in their houses that they hang on their walls. And I think we should start to showcase some of that because, you know, people, I love showing off what people do, how this movie affects them. Right. And uh, anyways, I I can't wait to see that mural up close. 
I I think it's going to be a welcome addition, especially for that area. You got the steps, you got the statue right there, and of course you got the slice Stallone shop. And I can't think of a better mural for the back of that. Right. So, Patrick, if you get a chance to see this or hear this, just thumbs up, buddy. That's Great beautiful. job. Looking forward to it. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, get some uh, more pictures when you're there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thursday, I have a Rocky gig Thursday, so I'm going to head down there a little early and I'm going to, they may have it covered because, uh, you know, Sly is going to be there Sunday. And right. I, I do want to say this very quickly. Sunday, Sly is at the Sly Stallone shop at the steps for the contest mm -hmm. of the 20 people that won and so on. And there's going to be a lot of people <laughs> trying to get a shot of Sly. I understand that. <laughs> yeah. But here, but here's the thing. I know what that's like. Mm -hmm. I know that feeling. Uh, I remember standing out front of the Planet Hollywood seeing Sly you know, 3000 people all around. And I was 10 people back seeing him. Mm -hmm. And it was the most exhilarating, thrilling thing, the hope of trying to connect with them or to see him. So for any of you who are watching, some of the winners have already texted me and told me who, you know, who they are. And some, you know, I, I don't, I'll, it'll be a surprise to some other people, but I'm really excited for those that have, that I know that have gotten in already. And uh, I wish you all the best of luck right. and just enjoy this moment. Try to focus as best you can, because it's going mm -hmm. to be a surreal moment for you. I mm -hmm. know. I remember my first few moments. They were so surreal. I was not in the moment. Thank God Sue had taken pictures. <laughs> or she could describe it. She was more coherent than I was. And, yeah. you know, obviously as you go on and you get a little more familiar with Sly, you start to understand he's just a guy right. he's a guy he's he's a guy who's an actor and a writer who created the two greatest heroes of all time rocky and rambo but he's that's just all. a guy <laughs> yeah no, yeah it's cute <laughs> but if you but once you have you could talk a little bit with him and you realize he's so human mm -hmm. and i think it makes you love the guy even that much more so mm -hmm. just while you guys are there, just be as present as you can. Mm -hmm. Just try. Other people will be taking pictures and you'll see pictures online of yourself with them. Try not to get too caught up in the picture as much as it is being in that moment with Sly. Just be present and just focus on what it is you're telling him and be yourself. Don't yeah. try to pretend to be something you're not. Just be who you are with Sly. And mm -hmm. I promise you, he's going to love you for that. I promise right. you. Right. Well, he can he can spot a genuine spirit when he. I think he's very good at reading people. He knows he's very good at reading people. Yeah. And you said it, be your most authentic, genuine <laughs> self. Just mm -hmm. be who you are. Right. I promise you he'll acknowledge that. And he, he will not let you down. I right. promise. That's exciting. All right. Hey, we're done, right? So we, um, uh, oh, we, got, oh, we got more. <laughs> we have more. Yes. Okay. Uh, on wax podcast, Sistine and uh, Sophia had, sly on and we wanted to take a moment to talk about what he revealed yeah. there um i it was it was very well done i was very interested in watching how the girls were going to interview their dad now it's their dad but it's still sylvester stallone and i'm like wow how are they going to break this down how are they going to do it and they did i thought they did a beautiful job um yeah. but he goes on to reveal things that are hard for me to even repeat especially about his mom. Oh. And um, I just, I wanted to get your thoughts on the podcast with him and, and just all that additional information. What does it add to what you have to say about him as a whole? I think the rawness and the mm -hmm. reveal, 
I think you only get something like that when you're in the presence of your family. Mm -hmm. I, I think as Sophia and Sistine are the curators of the podcast, mm -hmm. uh, Unwaxed, they're the host. I think they would be the only two people in the world. Right. Sly would open up that way too. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously right. most people uh, were unaware of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I was so proud of the girls. Now I don't know them. All mm -hmm. I know is from whatever I see whenever I tune into the podcast, which I always think they do a great job on it. But I, I just, there was a sincerity there. Mm -hmm. They, I think they themselves went to another level in their sincerity. They, uh, uh, Sistine said it, she goes, we've been living with you for 25 years and we didn't know these things. Right. They were genuinely shocked. Yes. At, at several things. And uh, I thought you and I discussed this and I know you were incredibly uh, impressed with Sistine. Mm -hmm. But I but I, I saw something on Sophia's face. There was so much pain in her face yeah. at certain moments about what Sly revealed about his mom mm -hmm. and and what kind of a mother says the things that Sly said she said. Right. There, I, I can picture Sophia's face right now. Mm -hmm. And I, those are things that may haunt her for, for quite some time. But again, a lot of that was for, for fans. That's what they did. They wanted this. They didn't know mm -hmm. their father was going to say this, but mm -hmm. that's, that's the way that it went. And for, for Sly to open up about so many things, I can really relate, especially to the dance video. When he went to the one dance, when he was like 14, 15 years old and mm -hmm. they just zeroed in on him. A very similar thing happened to me. There was a dance at St. Uh, St. Anne's Monastery right. uh, as the school dance and a very similar situation. Only I didn't get shot. <laughs> oh my God. Sly ended up getting shot in the tricep. Oh uh, my gosh. That was so funny. The, the look on their face, but you know, Sophia, you're right. I think she was shell shocked. I think she, I was, think she might've been, I think she was so taken aback yeah. by that level of cruelty that it, it's, it's stunning because I, you know, they, I'm sure their parents, Jen and Sly have been, they haven't experienced that. They know loving parents, present parents, encouraging parents, parents who are proud of them, things that all right. parents should be to all their kids, you know, and, uh, and Sly did not have that. Um, and Sistine just was so, I, I loved how they paused in the middle and, and gave a shout out for therapy and to say, it's sure. okay if you're not okay. <laughs> and and oh, she, my God. she gave, uh, some information about finding a therapist. There's, you really can't get through life without needing a little bit of guidance at some point because life's not easy. But um, I, I liked how she was so transparent about that. But you can see that she's doing her own work because she knew how to like put a question to him that really yeah. got him. He was like, wow, you know, are you, is that your voice or is that your father's voice? When she right. said that, I was like, whoa, that was awesome. Um, and then, I mean, there's so many examples we could go on and on, but I just think she did a, a really good job. And, and I just think Sophia was, was taking it all in. You could just see her absorbing it all like a sponge at yeah. the very end. What I loved is when, um, Sistine said, if there's one, let me try to find it. Where did I put, oh, there it is. My little notebook at the end, when she said, if there's one message that you want to leave for your daughters all the things you've learned in your life what would it be and he said he goes the lesson lies in the learning and by teaching you'll be taught 
I was like, I love that. And then yeah. I'm thinking, is that sly or is that a quote that he's repeating that I'm not sure where that comes from? Because that sounds, you I don't know, that sounds that genius is, to me. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what that is to me, to, if it is, a and I don't know. So sly, if you hear this and I, I don't know if that was your, like Stacey said, was mm -hmm. that your words or was that something you heard that mm -hmm. you were like interpreting or whatever? Either mm -hmm. way, it is kind of a brilliant thing. Mm -hmm. But you see, what happens is. If it came from someone from 100 years ago, from 50 years ago, it not that it's irrelevant, mm -hmm. but when you have a voice who's more relevant now, right. a voice that can carry in a certain, I don't know, a field, a bubble, mm -hmm. a certain bubble. You right. know, Sly's voice is very big in a certain bubble. So when he says it, a lot of times, if someone else said it, they were like, whatever. But when Sly says it, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, excuse me what's this yeah. because for me i have bought in hook line and sinker to the rocky right. philosophy for a long time so that rocky philosophy has to come from somewhere and it comes from stallone so mm -hmm. uh, sly has always said the best parts of himself are in rocky which mm -hmm. means those philosophies come from him so if yeah. he's saying this this is something that he truly believes in then okay I remember one time Sly wrote me something uh, on, a, on a text message about Marcus Aurelius and, and uh, this uh, book of sayings. And I went out and got it. And I, mm -hmm. I have the book because of this guy that wrote this stuff. I never heard the guy before. Right. Sly had said something very interesting. I was like, okay, mm -hmm. well, yeah. I'll, I'll listen. But I think it's also, I, I, I think it's when you do listen to your your parents, because I noticed the kids had said a few things about Sly that uh, time is our currency. And they said, yeah. you know, what, dad, we're going to move in that way. We're mm -hmm. going to adopt that philosophy. Right. And and I do think that that is one of the smartest things we can do is listen to our parents more. Uh, and so maybe Sly says, what was it? Read, please read that quote again. Yeah. Stacey. So the lesson lies in the learning and by teaching, you'll be taught. The lesson lies in the learning and by teaching your, okay. So mm -hmm. we're learning from our parents and then we're going to pass that on to other people. And then by passing it on and maybe hearing what people have to say to it, maybe we'll learn even more right. piggyback mm -hmm. and go back and forth. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's like a good catch 22. There's right. bad catch 22s and there's good catch 22s. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I, you know, it's, it's a, it was a great, one of the great interviews. It was fabulous. And I just, I loved how he said, you know, never think that you know everything. It from someone who seems to know everything yeah, is right. still saying, never think you know everything that you can right. learn something from everyone. And that's very humble of him. And I I was but it's I true. Know, I mean did, it, it really it, mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it really is true. When you think you know everything and then then all of a sudden you get new information, it's like a reawakening. I know when I learn new Rocky stuff, it's like a it really is a reawakening for me. So yeah, I get it. I get yeah. it. So well done to both of them. Good job, ladies. That was, they handled it very, very sensitively. And I was very impressed. Stacy, speaking of well done, yes. we have a guest today. We do have a guest today. Who is a well done, die in the wool Rocky fan. I <laughs> yes, mean, this guy, I'm very familiar with his post. Yeah. This guy is, I don't know. They don't come much bigger than this dude. I mean, he is a Rocky fan, a top tier Yes. Uh, who is this person, Stacy? This gentleman, his name is Mike Lenaw. And uh, speaking of fan art, wait till you see what he has for us. So you're going to love this one, too. He oh, welcome, yeah. Mike. Here we go. Hey, how are you? 
Hey, Stacy, Mike. How you doing? Yeah, nice to Hello, see you. Hello, my friend. How are you? Good. How you doing? Good. Yeah. I see you're all decked out in your Stallone shop where you've got yep. your Rocky posters in the background. I love it. Yeah. Yep. This now, is let a me, great I wanna, room. Right off the bat, I want to ask you something. Okay. Because this, this intrigues me. Of the, so I can clearly see the Rocky One or Rocky Two poster. Mm -hmm. Now there are several versions of those posters that are out there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's the one which Rocky, Rocky and Adrian walking into the white background. Rocky yep. Two. There's the black and yellow one with Rocky Two above it. Right. Why did you choose the two that you have there? For the original Rocky poster, because of the steps. So okay. that's one of our favorite places. Yeah, I'm from, right. I grew up in Jersey, central yeah. Jersey. Yeah. And um, we've been to the steps many times as mm -hmm. often as we can. So just, I love that poster. I actually have the two of them walking away right behind that poster. Oh, good, good. So I do have that poster. <laughs> yeah. And as for the Rocky two, I originally, there's that yellow one, which is the text. Yeah. And then I originally had the one where it was the illustration of the two of them. Okay. Mm -hmm. I never really felt that that looked like Sly to me. Okay. So this one captures the action, captures everything. So it took me a few years to track it down, but I was finally able to grab that one. Nice. I love the one that you have for Rocky too. I have the, the thin one. You've mm -hmm. seen yep. the thin marquee one, right? Yep. I have that one of, of that. And I love that one. I, I keep that. I don't have a proper frame for it, but I absolutely think that that's a, a brilliant way to go. Uh, what is it about Rocky? Why do you love this character so much? The, you mentioned it just a few minutes ago, the Rocky philosophy, never giving up. Yeah. Um, you know, we all have our moments in life where things kind of push back on us. And um, I, I mean, it kind of goes back to the speech in Rocky Balboa where, you know, nothing's going to hit as hard as life. Mm -hmm. and, but and that's kind of it. It's no matter what happens, just keep pushing through. It, there's another side to this. Keep pushing. You Don't let anybody else put you down. Um, there's a quote that I have on my Facebook page when I, I went to art school. And my photo two teacher said to me, you're not seriously considering a career in photography, are you? <laughs> and um, that kind of was a little kick that I needed. I used that as my inspiration that she wasn't going to tell me that I can't do this. Mm -hmm. And I went on. I actually got a job in a camera shop, worked there for seven years, learned the craft back in the film days where you had to learn. Yeah. You, you know, you didn't see what you were doing. And then. I wound up making the next jump and I wound up in Washington, D.C. as a photographer covering the White House, Pentagon, Capitol Hill, that whole thing. And I still remember that, you know, you're not seriously considering a career in photography, are you? So it's just that don't let anybody else put you down, you know, right. just keep pushing, keep moving forward um, one step at a time and do what you want to do. Believe in yourself. Well, that. That's one of the things Sly says in yes. in in the follow up. He goes, when total yeah, when he strangers told it, yeah, he goes, "Who are you to tell me how, what I am or who I yes. am?" Now, sometimes people are right. Like if you want to be a singer and you go on American <laughs> Idol and you're like William Hung, you're like, "No, <laughs> she bangs, she bangs. It's not gonna happen. You're not gonna be a singer." But what can you do? Maybe mm -hmm. you can be a great lyricist. 
-hmm. there is, what can you do? So, but yes. look at you, you went and you became this great photographer. I mean, you, you make, this is what your career is, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, now I've left DC and now I'm kind of in another world. Uh, but I still do the photography. I still have my credentials. I travel. It's a little bit harder now that we're out in Ohio, but yeah. I still have clients that call me and get to go down and cover mm -hmm. events in DC, NASA, Navy. I still have some big people that I still work with and it's, right. it's been, uh, photography has been amazing for me. Yeah. Stacy, what do you think so far? Yeah. He, uh, is very, very creative. Um, we spoke yesterday this is the coolest idea, and I'm glad you sent me this. And and this, uh, I want you to explain these pictures, and okay. then we're going to show how he did this with Rocky um, uh, spots. Hang on, tell us about this one. So back in '03, I was living in D.C. My wife to be, she was down in Richmond, Virginia. So I didn't know much. I grew up in Jersey, so Revolutionary War. I was always into that with history. So being in Virginia we started traveling to battlefields. So we would go to the various battlefields. We went to Fredericksburg, Virginia one day, go into a gift shop and bought this bottle of um, apple cider and it had a painting on it. Mm -hmm. And the guy at the checkout says, hey, you know, that's Princess Anne Street right downtown. So, so okay. Wow. So we're walking around Princess Anne Street, downtown Fredericksburg with a bottle in my hand. And there's a painting of Robert E. Lee in Longstreet and they're going in his church steeples in the background. So we're walking around trying to find these steeples and we found it. And I took a picture of us standing where this painting had been done. I got home, started thinking, what else can I do about that? We were into the civil war learning about that. So I actually went to the library of Congress and I spoke to the people there about how do you get their pictures and stuff. And they have an amazing website that they turned me on to. And they've got tens of thousands of photos for everything that you could imagine on there. So I had never been to Antietam. So I said, I'm going to go to Antietam. So I went to their website, downloaded a bunch of pictures, made them eight by tens, traveled mm -hmm. there. And this location here, it's called the Dunker Church. It's right across the street from the visitor center. So it was the first thing that I saw when I parked the car. I see that church and I'm like, oh, I recognize that picture. So I went, found the church. And then I wanted to see, could I figure out where the photographer stood back 1862? So I went and as you, it was really cool. As you get there and you move, you see the shape of the building changing. You see the windows, you see the curve of the street, the little hill there. You see where things kind of happen. And I was moving around, line it up, take some pictures and thought it was cool. Move off and went around the battlefield. I get home and I had the pictures on my computer and I'm looking and they're side by side. And it was cool, but it didn't really do anything for me. A couple of days later, I thought, how close was I to the real spot? So I took my new one, I made it transparent, 50%, and I just slid it over the old one, and that happened. So it kind of just came to life for me, and um, right. the name Ghost of the Field came to mind. And you, you could see where the damage was on the buildings, where the soldiers fell. Um, it was just such a cool experience. And that summer, we went through, and by December long story, but I had a book. I had a book published called Ghost of the Field, and we had done that. And the cool thing I was saying to Stacy is that over the year, and it's been 20 years now, I can't believe it, but over the years, I've been contacted by schools, teachers, and they use my book as a lesson plan. 
they have the kids go out with old pictures of their towns and they try to do the same technique, try to find the church and the, you know, wherever things are. And then they do that to try to visualize it. It really makes history come alive. Right. Um, so last year I started thinking there's a bunch of pictures of Rocky and the making of Rocky and all that. Mm. So I went online, found a bunch of pictures and then I had to do my homework. I'm out near Cleveland and We'd be passing through Philly, but had limited time. So I spent weeks doing research, trying to figure out where were these shots taken. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was just, it, I love that part of things. Uh, figuring sure. out the research, doing all that. And we went to Philly. I booked a day. Uh, we were going to see my family, but I said, we'll be there later. So I had you know, a few hours that we had. And we went around from Mickey's gym to along the riverfront. I don't know the name of that park, but the river and where they had done some shots with him running down the path and him standing in front of leaning on statues, um, him at the steps, you know, on top of the steps. And you could, when you do it and you move, it's the same thing. You like, there's a shot that I sent to Stacy and there's Sly with his arms up on top of the steps. Right. And you, you know, it's just a close up of the museum but it's not. When you do it, you see the pillars, the way that they interact right. with the background. There's a door there. There's just different details on it. So as you move, you can see, whoops, I'm too close. I got to back up. I need to not see the roof. I need to see this. Mm-hmm. And I tried to go through and capture, can I be where that original photographer was? Oh, and the lens on the camera would be and different everything. from the lens that you are using. So how yes. do you compensate for that? Mm-hmm. that it's more visual so with with those shots i have it's a zoom so i have to be able to see what can that what's captured in the original framing i have to be able to do that because obviously if i had that shot and then you see more of the wings of the museum or mm-hmm. so the when i adjust the zoom it changes all that perspective with where right. the pillars are with everything yep. and it, it's just so much fun and we went all around philly and i did captured 15, I think, different mm-hmm. images. The um, I didn't send this one, but the missing brick outside on Mickey's gym right by the door. Yeah. That was my key. So I was able to go and I stood there and, right. you know, it's patched now. Yeah. So I was able to use that. I'm looking at my 8x10 of where this brick was missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you move around and, okay, I can see so many bricks up, so many bricks down. I see this part of the doorway and I'm moving around. And um, with that one, it was actually kind of cool because I bumped into a girl and her mom that would just happen to be there looking at the gym. And I showed them what I was doing. And I showed them, you know, here's where Sly was coming out this door. And if you stand right here, you know, this is where he was. And it's just, you know, I think I said it already, but it just makes history come to life. Yeah, you really see what, what happened right where you were standing. You're walking exactly where they were. You're walking right back through it. So here's a couple others. I love this. <laughs> that one, you know, there's a ton of steps and stuff's all over the place. But that one crack. You can find the crack. That's yeah. how I found it about that 15 years ago. Yeah. I I didn't know because I'm in, you know, in Ohio. How do I fi- figure out what his crack is? Because I don't want to get there, waste an hour trying to find a crack in a rock right. on the steps. <laughs> so I discovered that Google... Um, Google Maps, where you can go through and advance, you can go up the Rocky Steps. Mm-hmm. So I went up the Rocky Steps on Google, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, I think that's it. 
So zooming in, and then I marked okay. where I thought things were so that when we got there, we can go up, and right there. there it is. There it is. So and I have a shot of my one. son where he's actually sitting right at, you know, where, where he wanted to sit where Rocky was. Uh, and then um, this one along the river here. This is and awesome. that that was one of those where I had, I had no idea where this park was. So I had done the research, figured things out. And you can't see it now because there's a bush that's kind of popped up. But mm -hmm. there's these curved rocks in the original photo right by his feet. Right. There's a little formation of stones. And that's what I was trying to find. And mm -hmm. when you do it, all of a sudden, those two bridges start to align themselves. Yep. Together. And sure you, you're back, you go back, you forward, and with the zoom, all that stuff, it all changes how that's happening in front of your eyes. And all of a sudden, you're standing there, and it's like, that's where he was. That's the exact and spot. That, and that, that spot was fun because there's a lot of pictures that they took during the production along that riverfront. Oh, there. yeah. That's Did you terrible. get the one where he was uh, lying on the ground in pain and the director's leaning over him? Got his hands statue? behind his head. Oh, yep. I love that. Uh -huh, Did you nice. get the one where he's sitting in the statue with the I legs even have up? I did yeah. the kids uh, standing good. right next to that too. So good, um, good, good, good. Yeah, it's it's just that's the stuff I love. The the research, the you know, do all that, and then we go there, and then it just becomes real. And it also helps the kids because now they yeah. see that oh, that's where he was, rather than just okay, yeah, we know Rocky was in Philly, but he was right there. Mm. You know that that picture with Rocky and Butkus is something that's really special because there was a whole four minute montage of rocky and butkus walking through the city rocky's mm -hmm. unemployed he's just walking around talking to people so mm -hmm. what is going on in rocky's head right here he's having a conversation to butkus that he has to go see mickey and he's got to get his locker back because he has to go fight because mm -hmm. when he goes to fight mickey he's wearing or go to see mickey he's wearing the yellow t-shirt so when okay. that's what this scene was about when okay. rocky and butkus leave the steps they're walking and you know how far it is yes. from the steps to kensington <laughs> they gotta walk up to kensington it's dark out and that's when he gets slapped in the face but okay. this is rocky was contemplating going there that day and sly had said that th these deleted scenes are in the archives they're yeah. just there Mm. Why? What is MGM waiting for? Right. What are they waiting for? So stupid that they don't release this stuff. Yeah. Stupid. Mike, I wanted to uh, show off where you were in 2006. You want to talk about the dedication? Mm. Yep. So I've spoken to Mike about this. Uh, I happened. So 2000, I was in DC from 01 to 05 doing the press thing. And then in 05, we got married. We moved to, um, we got married in Niagara Falls. My wife's from Buffalo. So we moved up there for a little bit. And um, 06 comes around and I'm still have all my credentials. I have all that stuff. And I get the press release that Sly's coming to, um, to Philly for the rededication of the Rocky statue at the steps. So I call my wife and said, we're going to Philly. Yeah. And, um, you know, she's like, yeah, this is cool. She loves all not quite as much as me, but she loves it all too. Um, but anyway, so we go to Philly and I had press access. So I was up on the podium. Uh, there was a the little press stand, I guess you could say. Yep. And um, I was there for the whole thing. And these pictures show, you know, I, it was just, that was a bucket list item for me. I always wanted to see Sly in person. And um, kind of a funny aside, in 87, we went to Beverly Hills on a family vacation and his car was part um, Steve Garvey was at the um, was hosting a charity event and Sly was there. 
and I didn't want to go with my parents. I said, I'm not going or what, you know, I want to stay here. I want to see Sly. And we had to go there. Like, He'll still be here. He wasn't. So it took me 20 years or so to get it. But then I finally captured these and it's just amazing. Uh, that was such a cool day. And I know, you know, um, I apparently have a picture of, well, it's of Jolie Fisher, but apparently Mike is just cropped out of that photo. He was with her that day, he said. Yeah, Jolie, what happened was Jolie Fisher and her mother, Connie um, Stevenson. Steve. Stevenson, Stevenson, yep. yeah. So uh, they were standing right in front of me, and we were right there in the, in the, in the I don't know, just a few rows from the front stage. And as Sly was coming over, he knew Connie, and so they were talking there, and like two seconds before Sly was coming over, Jolie Fisher's camera falls to the ground, the batteries, and she goes, oh, my God. So I went down to help her, and we're talking, and she goes, you know, of all times, this could happen, blah, 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 Murphy's Law. And then I put her camera back together, and she goes, oh, my God, Sly. She goes, this is my friend. She goes, would she turns to me, and she goes, would you take a picture of me, Sly, and my mom? And so I did take a picture of, of her and Connie, and it, I thought it was amazing. And that's, of course, Sly then had a conversation with me that my wife got uh some pictures yeah. some video of rather uh but which is great but it's small world mike right you were up yes. there on the stand i'm in the front just you just never know how these these moments are going to reconnect years later to rocky fans how they how they meet and go on do you mm -hmm. remember the duck that kept squeaking when stallone was trying to talk on stage i don't know if you remember that moment i don't there was a duck and stallone even referenced it in his speech the duck somebody was squeaking a duck it's so loud it was crazy it was a crazy one of the things i remember from that day anyway i was laser focused on right what, yeah. it's you know when you're there and it's how's he looking where's his hands doing this and yeah. you know so right. I, yes of course it's i always say you know with dc you get to be involved in some cool things and I always thought, you know, it's really no big deal about secrets and stuff because I don't hear a word anybody says. I used to go to things at the Pentagon. Now, these weren't private, what I'm going to say, yeah. but they, I'd go to the Pentagon, take pictures of stuff, but I'd be recording it back home because I'd get home and I'd watch the press briefing for my captions that I had to submit. Sure. But I didn't hear a word that was said because my mind's focused on doing this, where they look and what are they doing. And, I and, get um, that. So, yeah, you, I, I hear nothing. Yeah, hmm. I get that. I get that. Uh, let's see. So his family. <laughs> I love this photo. Ready? Look at this. I this is the Rocky family over the years. Oh, five, yep. 17, 18, 21. Look at all those. This is great. So, yeah, whenever yeah. we go back and um, usually it's Thanksgiving that we stop in. Mm -hmm. uh, so a new tradition. Um, don't know if you saw my Facebook or Instagram. I don't think I put it on Instagram yet. But every my sister's just on the Jersey side of Philly. So we go in, we stay there, and we always hit up the Victor Cafe the night before Thanksgiving. Oh, nice. So that's been our tradition the last three years. So we had another mm -hmm. wonderful evening there last week. Mm -hmm. There we go. Mm -hmm. And um, so we love it. Even the kids. And, um, you know, they're like, can we go to Rocky's Restaurant? and oh, uh, but then we usually leave and we go to the statue and we you know we hang out there but this time mm -hmm. um there was some weather ahead of us when we were heading home so we couldn't do that but luckily i got the picture this summer so mm -hmm. i right. don't have a blank 2023 so we'll do it again next year to keep that going so nice. tell us about your journey to these two kids this i i absolutely love this story it's um it's important so, for people to know uh yeah. what their options are right Yes, um, we have a very interesting family story. So in 2014, we had a son, 
and we lost him. Uh, he was just shy, a day shy of a month old. He was born with a rare genetic disease uh, called HLH. And I don't remember what the words are, but I couldn't pronounce them even if I remembered. Yeah, it's, He was born with a weird rash, and we only got to be with him for a few minutes before they whisked him away and brought him to Children's Hospital. He was there in Akron um, for a while, and then they moved him to Cincinnati, which of all things, Cincinnati, Ohio, but they specialize in HLH treatment. So he was there, he was with these great doctors, but we lost him. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's an Im immunity issue. Uh, gotcha. The bone marrow has a problem and they can't fight disease and it mm -hmm. just kind of ravages them. It's mm -hmm. terrible. So because of that, and it's genetic, they recommended that we don't try to have another child again. So we decided to go. We always said if we ever needed to, we would try adoption. Yeah. So we had no problem with that. So we went through that. But now that was February to March. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. February to March 2014. In 2016, after years of going through trying to find matches, if adoptions, it's a very difficult process. It's you learn a ton. It's actually there's a lot of cool things about it, but it can take a while. Mm -hmm. So in 2016, we find that a family really likes our book. You make these family books explaining who oh, you are. And okay. Stuff. So I, I'm a photographer. I put the book together. I did all that stuff. And um, they liked our picture and they liked our uh, book. And they actually said they wanted nobody else. This is who they want their son to go with. So we met up with them, with the, um, the social worker. We met, everything went great. And we all agreed that, yeah, this is going to happen. So during that process, though, we, our, one of our friends told us about a thing called embryo adoption. So you, everybody's heard of in vitro fertilization, IVF. Mm -hmm. So you can have, you know, the embryos are implanted in the, in the woman and then you can give birth. Well, the problem is that it's a very expensive process. And usually if they have it, you have a child and then you stop because it's a lot of money or it doesn't work. And then there's leftover embryos. Well, there's a place that we were told from a friend in Knoxville, Tennessee called the National Embryo Donation Center. And when there's leftover embryos, they give them here and they actually crazy process, but they freeze them and they store them there for years. And then it's kind of like what I mentioned about the book with they match up. So mm -hmm. the donor family is from Anchorage, Alaska, and we were reading through and we say, okay, you know, here's this. They match you up with your, your hair, your eyes, your build, mm -hmm. your profession. It's the same kind of thing. They match people up and they approved us and we went through this embryo adoption. So that, we didn't know if it was going to work. So we're going through that and they actually implant two. So there's a high chance of twins. Well, during that, now all of a sudden the traditional adoption, we've got a match. So we know that we're going to have a son born in June when my wife might be pregnant, possibly with twins. So we could go from zero to three in a heartbeat. Um, <laughs> wow. But only one took. However, Mikey was born uh, at the end of June. And our daughter, my wife, was able to give birth to our adopted daughter. Uh, she was born December 1st. Her birthday is on Friday. Wow. And um, so they're five and a half months apart from each other. And they're best friends. Uh, That's amazing. It, it couldn't be a better situation. 
they love everything. I mean, they, they're so much fun. And now she's about to turn seven. I mean, it's seven years now. <laughs> there they are going up when she couldn't even walk yet. She still wanted to go, crawl up the steps. That's awesome. Yeah. That's um, awesome. So, and we, with my daughter, because of the way that it was with the embryos, she actually has full biological siblings, twins, in Knoxville, Tennessee. She has a sister in Alaska, again, full biological. She has a full sister in Cincinnati. And I believe there's another one on the way. I don't know if it's a boy or girl, but how right. things are going, odds are it mm -hmm. seems to be girls. Wow. Um, but with my wife is in contact. We're in contact with all the families. My son with this with the traditional adoption, we're in contact. It's a, that was open adoption. We'll be seeing them soon for Christmas. So That's we have beautiful. this huge, just all over the place. That's and really neat. Yeah, we're looking forward that we haven't met all the the sisters yet, but we're planning on doing that. And um, uh, it's it's really obviously wish it didn't start the way that it had, but the way that things have turned out, it's been mm -hmm. incredible. Right, it's been a real blessing in in a, a matter of speaking because my God, you got these two beautiful kids, to you know, I mean, your beautiful parents to these two kids, and they're going to have an amazing life, and they're going to have all their siblings. Oh, it's amazing yes. to me. It's yeah, amazing. Now my I my daughter. She, she tells her friends in school that, you know, I have sisters, you know, I've got five sisters, I've got, and it's like, they're going to think you're nuts because they don't know the story. So all they know about is Mikey. They don't, you know, so, right. but as she grows up, it'll, right. you know, it'll start right. to, she'll understand mm -hmm. and be able to tell the story better. Yeah, so, and right. we're looking, uh, looking forward to all that. Yeah, I, I wanted to highlight this because there are, you know, plenty of people out there having, you know, fertility issues and, and having a hard time getting pregnant. And these are not things that were available, at least to us when I was, you know, in my 20s and 30s. I don't remember anything about embryo adoption or any of those things. So I just, it seems to be a, a newer option for people these days. Um, I, I looked it, this morning and... Mm -hmm. NEDC is what they go by, the National Embryo Donation Center. The mm -hmm. 1,406th um, baby had just been born wow. a couple of days ago. Wow. So, so uh, it's mm -hmm. when we learned that, you know, she could still experience going through mm -hmm. the pregnancy. I mean, it was full pregnancy yeah. from embryo to, to birth. Sure. And so she was able mm -hmm. to carry our daughter. And wow. that was, that was. Really that's good. very exciting. That's well, that's amazing. very exciting. What a what a blessing in the end. When, like yes. you said, is the way it beginning was heartbreaking. So, to have this yep. result is just so sweet, and I just loved it. Thank and uh, this is how lucky those kids are. Look at this right here. Mm -hmm. Boom. <laughs> Tell us Love how you it. met uh, Carl. Uh, that was uh, that one. There is twenty twenty one. I had never gone to a comic con. I um, I used to go to things back in the eighties and buy. I, I, there's a story I'll tell, I think, in a little bit, but I used to work in a movie theater for a long time. So mm -hmm. I've always loved movies and collecting movie posters and stuff. But I'd never gone to a, to a Comic-Con. And then I saw that Carl was coming to Pittsburgh an hour and a half from me. I said, I'm going. Yeah. So I went, got to meet him. It was, you know, you don't get a lot of time with him. And I don't want to, Technically, you could talk and talk, but you know, you got this long line of people. I don't want to take up somebody's time like that. Right. But it, he was very, very nice. Um, <laughs> I had just happened to get uh, a glove signed by Dolph, and I told him 
that he wrote on it, you know, if he dies, he dies. So he kind of gives me this look like, oh, all right. So, um, uh, so he, he was, he was very nice. And then, you know, the picture, he was really cool, shakes my hand and doing all that. And then last year he was up in Cleveland and mm-hmm. my son, he's, you know, calls him Apollo and all that stuff, but he's a huge Star Wars fan and he watches the Mandalorian, loves him from that. So the one up in Cleveland had a ton of Star Wars stuff. So he wore his costume and, nice. uh, you know, I made sure to get him in the photo there with him. And uh, that's great. That, it was, that was, it was fun. It was really cool. Um, and Dolph was great too. When I met him. Oh yeah. I just popped that up right here. Yeah. Yep. Great photo. Love it. Thanks. I wanted you to share your fan art. Okay. Love um, the one up on the wall. Yep. Okay. So little background. I started 2016 was the 40th anniversary. So probably 2015, I started doing sketches. I wanted, I I was always in all these art classes, the advanced art classes. I went to art school, did all that stuff. So what I love to do, I wound up in the direction of photography, but I still love drawing and painting and stuff like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I've got a nice computer set up and I wanted to try it digitally because I didn't want to have paints all over the house. I didn't want to do all that stuff, but I don't, and I don't shortcut anything. I want to learn it. If I'm going to do anything, I'm going to learn this. So mm-hmm. I took a long time uh, learning the program, learning all that stuff. And then we got two children that came along in 2016. So <laughs> I, I naively thought, well, they're just going to kind of be laying there. I can keep working on this. And that didn't really work. So a few years goes by and then 2020 with COVID. So I think, all right, we're sitting around doing nothing. I'm going to revive this project again. I want to work on this. And um, at this point, I'm like, ah, I kind of want to scratch. I like some things that I had done, but threw away my design, used some things. But then I rebuilt it, and I wanted to do it in movie poster style because I have all these posters. I wanted to get a 27 by 40 frame, and I wanted to be able to frame it up with the real stuff. And um, as over here is... I try to incorporate, you know, scenes that I imagine as meaning for Rocky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there's, you know, him and Butkus is over here and we've got Hulk and I put him with, I can't really see what I'm showing here, but mm-hmm. I got him with Sage uh, over here. Right. And it's, you know, I think I'm showing it, but I can't tell, but 1818 on the apartment I've got listed here. I got Adrian's because that's where we love to go and just moments that meant something, you know, right, for, right. for Rocky uh, as, as the mm-hmm. movies go through and to keep it on that one of a kind thing. Yeah. That picture of Dolph doesn't exist. I used a picture, but then I didn't like the face that was on there. So I went around found things. I actually have three different versions over the time that i did it where ah. I would change his face and I wanted to customize it. Same mm-hmm. thing with clubber. That picture doesn't actually exist. I, I tweaked some things on it to make it that way. Um, Carl, I did some things. I think, I think I changed his face on that one too, but so I tried to make it mine uh, yeah, right, and right. everything, you know, the also i mentioned the research. Yeah. Uh, so nice. I wow. wanted to it to look like it did 
in the first Rocky. Sure. So there's a fire escape, which isn't there anymore. Right. There are all the different things. So pictures from inside the pet shop looking out and I was able to see what the sign said, you know, that, and then right. uh, what the window looked like. Now, the only way that I saw that is a picture from uh, Sly posted it on his Instagram. It was, I, I don't know if it was a behind, behind the scenes or what it was, because it's not a scene from the movie, but it's him outside looking up at, at the, um, the gym yeah. and you can see the top window. So I saw it doesn't look like it does today. So I put the boards in it and I did it like it was, you know, nice. technically Rocky three, but I'm assuming that, you know, that's what it looked like in 76. So just it's that research and even finding all those pictures, the picture of Tony Burton that I got up there, uh, it's from Rocky Balboa, mm -hmm. yeah. but that that's a hard one to find. Uh, that took me a long time of trying to find pictures of Tony Burton to find that image. Actually, I think I found it on a, um, one of my tops, the yeah. playing cards. That image right, is right. from that, which if you enlarge it, it's just a bunch of little circles. So yeah. there's not a lot of detail for me to go off of. So it's just using other things. It's that's, I mentioned to Stacy yesterday that I, because of the art background, there's a lot of things that I just, if they don't exist, I try to make them myself. Right. right. So the picture, uh, one of the ones with Carl, and the one with Dolph, I'm wearing a Rocky shirt. When I did those, there were no polos available at the Sly Stallone shop. Gotcha. And I wanted something that I could wear at work, something I could wear with them. I didn't want to wear a T-shirt. I have a bunch of Rocky shirts. Yeah. But I didn't want to wear a T-shirt when I actually met the guys. Right. So I made those at, you know, shirts so that I can go and meet them. Right. And um, the, the poster, and it, that's, that's what I like to do. Here it I is. Uh, fantastic. Without the Thank reflection, you. yeah. It's just beautiful. It's Thank such you. a nice job. And it's funny because we were talking yesterday about Rick Babcock. Same thing. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't exist, he'll just make it himself. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, you, and you do the same. And mm -hmm. I feel because I did, I'm a credentialed photographer. I understand copyrights. I understand all that. So it it's a little struggle for me a little bit because like even that poster, I understand that I can't sell that. I can't, I can't even give it Mike, away. Mike, do you remember the conversation we had yes. about this? I yeah. mentioned that to Stacy. Oh, Stacy. Do, I don't, mm. Stacy, did I share this with you? I think you did. Yeah. I think I might've. So mm. I, I love fan art. I, I think fan art is great. I mean, I, everything from Rivoli and there's been so many other artists over the years that I've, I've gotten some of their, uh, some of their art. And I think it's just beautiful. And the thing is, I got MGM follows what I was doing. And so mm -hmm. I just posted because I loved it. I sent it to Sly. He loved it. And I put it up on my website. And they're like, you got to take that down. This is this is illegal. I go, no, you don't understand. He's not selling it. This is yep. just a anybody can do a painting. They don't yeah. need MGM's okay to do a painting to hang on your wall. Mm -hmm. And they were so rude about it it was unbelievable i don't think those people work with the company anymore those people that were following me are gone but mm -hmm. mike I, I having to tell you oh i gotta take it down i'm sorry mike you know I, yeah. I apologize it was just it's crazy and you're right the copyright laws it's, i mean I've, I've gone through it with them as well when i was doing the photography full-time we had moved up to buffalo after dc and i was covering the nhl and the buffalo sabers I was on the bench one day during warmups and security comes around and says, Mr. Leonard, 
can you come with us? I'm like, okay. So I go and they put me in this room and it's me, a bunch of guys in black, you know, suits with the NHL logos. And they say that there's sticks that have been stolen and the person using it are using my images to sell their, their sticks. You know, who am I working with and all this? Uh, I don't know what he's talking about. Wow. So they kept me back there for a long time, really grilling me. And I guess they finally got that. I had no part in it. I said to them, all you got to do is right click, save as. And then they got my picture from That's the game. It. Right. So I said, I don't know anything about it. So I said, do you want me? Because I had agreement when you do NHL, baseball, football, anything, the jerseys, it's all copyright images. Sure. So I said, I will not sell it. I'm going to post it as editorial where here's the games I went to. Here's my images and all that stuff. But I said, I promise you, I won't sell anything. Well, now all of a sudden I'm in the middle of this investigation. And they said, if we find out that you did this, you're going to be banned from all arenas in the country and all this stuff. So wow. I said, do you want me to take my stuff down? And they said, no, leave it up because we want them to keep doing it because we want to figure out who. But if you hear anything, I said, absolutely, I'll talk with you. And then I got a call one day that they caught the guy and he was just stealing my images. Okay. Sure. So I was off the hook. But that, I mean, that sticks in your head. So yeah. I don't want MGM mad at me. I don't want, you know, whatever. I've done no, I things for a whole that. bunch. Yeah. So no, I'm always, it. when I, I do it. this stuff, it's, I mean, on the bottom, it says created solely as fan art and all that. But still, I told Chase, I had to send, uh, I was on eBay looking at Rocky stuff a couple of days ago. And there's my picture, my painting, somebody selling it on a tin. Sure. I sent him a cease and, desist, cease and desist. I said, you can't do that. I said, I don't have permission to sell it. You sure don't have permission to sell it. I need it down. Right. Guy sent me an apology, took the auction down. But I don't want to get in trouble. Right. Yeah, I know. Right. So yeah. it's, it's a touchy, MG it's it's difficult. Yeah, for a year, for decades, for about 20 years, people could get away with it. But mm -hmm. only recently has MGM <laughs> come around. I think after they've been acquired by Amazon, uh, they've been acquired. And, and I had to make uh, very marginal, slight adjustments myself with my tours. I did it. I followed the letter of the law. Good. No problem. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. It's, you know what? It just galls me that a company like MGM or Amazon, they have so much in their reserves, in, in the in the archives. There's so much that fans would pay for. Yeah. I don't understand. I do know the reasons why. I'm, I'm not going to say it, but I do know exactly why they won't. And the it they could make money off of this. I mean, Mike, how many uh, reissues of the original Rocky are there on DVD? Four, five? Yep. So, okay, so then they just came out with the 4K, right? Or 5K or 12K, whatever. The However many case we are at. <laughs> they could come out the following month with another re-release and put all the deleted stuff from yep. Rocky 2, 3, mm -hmm. 4, 5, and 6. There's a, there is a making of for all the Rockies, not Rocky 1, I understand that, but 2 through 6. Frank Stallone videotapes so much stuff. Right. There's hours and hours and hours. They just have to be converted why would that's a golden goose fans would pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars to yep. get this we mm. no questions asked right. I, I it yeah well i know why i'll just i'll just stop there <laughs> oh mike thank you so much you've been a great guest i i well, love your you. stories i love um I, I appreciate you sharing, you know, what you went through in your, in your family journey your adoption journey and, and what it took to get there. That's such a beautiful ending to a very painful thing and Thank your you. photography. And I just, I love when, when that, when 
I, you said it was a teacher who said you're not seriously considering yes. a profession that. in photography and look at I hope you send that person every photo you've ever taken. I, and I still remember I, I was in the White House press room the yeah. first day and I thought, God, I wish I knew their phone number. Right. Uh, Good for but, you. Yeah. So, and yeah, yeah I, I don't know who that. I you mean, know what that moment's name, like but... to me, Mike? That that moment to me, Mike, is like when you're in the White House press briefing, right? You, it's like when Jimmy Superfly Snooker was on the top rope and he would put the big elbow <laughs> and fly down and get him. That's what you're doing to the person that said you could never do. I love that. Yep. Yeah. Because we all have that moment where that one person told us you couldn't do it. And mm -hmm. God damn it, we're doing it. Like that's yep. just brilliant to me. Um, Stacy, before I ask him uh, three short questions, what do you got? What else you got? That's everything. Just gotcha. thank you again. You you were wonderful and well, and, thank you. Uh, yeah, you you definitely have very key keep moving forward moments. So oh thank God, you yeah. for sharing that. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Your favorite Rocky. So, now that I'm older, it's Balboa. <laughs> I I yes. love Balboa. Yes. However. Rocky three. So wow. I was 12 years old. I believe my mom took me to see two in the theaters because I remember specifically when first blood came out, she took me and okay. I was 12 years old. My first R rated movie. She wouldn't have taken me to that unless I already knew Stallone. So wow. I believe she'll correct me when she sees this video, I guess. But so I believe it was Rocky two, but Rocky three, that's what got me in there. Uh, I mean, that's 12 years old. Everything yeah. was just incredible and um i i've re you know when it finally came out of vhs i had the audio cassette player i recorded the whole dialogue to this day you know i know the whole script word for word drives my wife nuts when we watch it but do you have a favorite moment in rocky three one moment beach. that's your favorite right the beach. incredible the, beach. Right? Yeah. I, the way she stands up and him admitting that he's you know scared and oh yeah just that's such a great scene it is um and Another quick story, if sure. I can. So I was 12 years old for Rocky Three. Rocky Four comes out. I'm 15. I, I told Stacy this. So I, we were playing two-hand touch out in the street, and I got decked. I went down and smashed my elbow in the street. So we're in the doctor's office, and he said that I had to come back to get the cast on and all that. And I remember very vividly turning to my mom and said, I can't do that. That's opening day for Rocky. So Rocky four was coming out. So we agreed. We pushed it back a day so that I can go to Rocky. So back then the theaters weren't open all day. It was, you know, they movie started at seven, seven thirty. the theater opened at six right. or whatever they did. So we get out of school, we go, we get dropped off and we're right in the front by around the time that the theater is going to open, you know, there are lines around the building and everybody's waiting for opening day. Oh my God. So, the guy comes to open up the door. People are excited. The line surges. I get thrown up against the metal between the doors, and I hit my bad arm. Mm. And I let out a scream. And um, the guy, the usher that had opened up the door, takes me, grabs me, brings me inside. And I remember sitting behind the concession stand, and he's giving me ice, and we're icing my arm down, and we're just talking. And um, that experience kind of moved over and a year later I was working at that theater. Well, technically a different theater. They were partners, but I was working at the movie theater and I did that. That was your foot years. in the door, a broken arm. <laughs> yep. 
I love it. So That's yeah, great. I, I said, I am not getting this thing right. I'm not missing opening day for Rocky four. So three it. and four, I was just, I mean, we're yeah. about the same age, Mike. It was just, yeah. we were the perfect age for that movie. We mm, were the target totally. audience. Totally. When you think of Rocky, you're going through your day and it, Rocky is not there. You're, mm -hmm. you're, you're thinking about your family, whatever. And all of a sudden you hear a song or someone asks you something, Rocky pops into your mind. What's the image of Rocky that pops into your mind? How do you see the character? Rocky three. Mm -hmm. That's nice. still, that's actually my poster that I made. That's the image that I chose for Rocky. Gotcha. It's from Rocky three. Sure. It's just, mm -hmm. that's how right I see there. it. That's and kind of the, the pinnacle. Uh, right. Gotcha. That's, and I agree with you because I mean, I know how you feel. The original, I mean, I love them all. It's just three. If I'm sitting around, I got nothing to, you know, I got a house to myself. I'm throwing yeah. three in. Now, I, I just feel good movie. I just noticed a massive flaw in this painting. Let me just uh -oh. look again. Uh oh. I've just noticed what? there is, I, you do have the Rocky Five with the hat, but there's no leather jacket and fedora here. Well, the why, fedora, no, but he's kissing Butkus. I got him kissing Butkus down there. He's wearing oh, the Oh, there he is on Pauly. I see yes. it. I see it. All right. Yeah. All right. He doesn't have the fedora. I'll give you that. But I All did. Right, I, I, let me call, I let me call the Rocky Buckus. police. I'll call them <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> call them off. <laughs> My apologies. Oh, good catch. Uh, good, good, good. All right. So last question, then we're going to let you out of here. So you got 30 seconds. You walk into an elevator, and there is Sylvester Stallone. What do you say to him? Just thank you. Uh, thank you for decades of inspiration and just feeling good. I mean, Eye of the Tiger comes on that radio again. Uh, even the kids, you know, it, it's just they get it, obviously, for me. But sure. it's just it makes you feel good. So it doesn't matter. Even I even love five. And I was glad that he kind of defended five with his. Sure. I th think that was with the daughters. Yeah. And it, it's. It's just, I was still working at the movie theater when five came out of 86 oh, to 90. I was great. there. So um, it's just, it just anything. If feeling down, that's eh, like I said, if I'm doing nothing, throw in Rocky three. Mm -hmm. I know it's kind of cartoony and all that, but it just, it makes you feel good. Yeah. Well, Mike, like I said, you are a first class Rocky fan. I am so grateful that you we got to talk to you today. This has been a great conversation. And from yeah. all the Rocky fans, I thank you so much. And until we see you again, keep keep punching. Keep punching. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Take Bye, care. Mike. Goodbye. Bye. Love him. I love guests like that. Yeah. You know, they're just they're they're so accredited in their own lives. Right. They've they've really risen. They've done very, very well. They got a mm -hmm. family. But Rocky is this backbone of a, so much of what they do yes. in their life. And it's so beautiful to see that. And mm -hmm. I'm I'm so glad he was available to be part of this. I yeah. really am. Yeah, he was wonderful. I, I just love that. Oh, yeah. You know, like <laughs> you're going to tell me no. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> He's got that's very sly. So that's oh, very much that, so. They're cut from the same cloth right there. I love it. He's very sweet. So, Stacy, right, I think we're out of here. Where can people find you? I am at Had Me at Yo on Instagram as well as The Rocky Files and on Facebook at The Rocky Files Podcast. And Michael, Boom. what about you? Well, I'm some of those. And I'm at the Yo Philly Film Tour uh, on Instagram. You can same thing over on Facebook. And if you want to throw some hate my way, join the other fools on 
uh what TikTok. is it uh, TikTok. Yes. yes yes the old philly film tour so they weird. hate my guts over there and i have a lot of fun with that because you know what are you gonna do anyways i love my little book uh the uh the uh, Q the rocky music uh you get that anywhere books are sold and what i'm really extremely proud of jimmy toscano put together a little documentary called the pretender just google it link in bio so there good. it is the dream is real Mm -hmm. Stacy, until next week, pal. You, my friend, keep keep fighting.